Welcome to a special Christmas episode of Chatology 2019. Each week, I'll be sharing a devotional thought meant to point you to the reason for the season, Jesus. Each devotion will focus on one of our favorite Christmas hymns, and at the end of each episode, I've got a special treat for you. My husband, the maestro himself, Robert Elkins, has recorded a piano solo of that particular Christmas hymn. We'd like for you to think of it as our Christmas gift to you, and I hope you'll enjoy these, feel inspired, and want to share them with your friends and your family as we look for ways to stop and soak in the season. Today, our Christmas hymn of focus is Hark! The Herald Angels Sing. One December day, several years ago, I came across a group of carolers in my local mall. They were probably a high school choir taking the opportunity just to get outside of the doors of school for a day and entertain busy shoppers as they rushed to buy gifts for their loved ones. But I was struck cold. Now, not by a frigid gust of air, because I live in Florida, but by the lyrics I heard being sung in a very public and very secular atmosphere. Hark! The herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumphs of the skies, with angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. And it continues. Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. Hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and life to all He brings, risen with healing in His wings. Mild He lays His glory by, born that men no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Wait a minute, did someone just say, Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled? It seems so out of place in this secular environment. You know, I had a professor once that said, Hark the Herald Angels Sing has more theology in it than any other hymn in all the hymnal. And I think he's right. It's an amazing time of year when the gospel can be shared in such secular places. We're surrounded by the wretchedness of consumerism and greed, and even there, the good news of the birth of the baby Jesus is proclaimed. Now this baby, he's not just any other baby. He was God's way of coming to join us in the middle of our pain, our suffering, and our sin. He wrapped our faulty flesh around Himself and entered our world from a mother's womb just to be with us and to reconcile us to Him. 2 Corinthians 5, 17-19 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. All this from God, who reconciled us to Himself through Christ— and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. 
that God was reconciling the world to Himself in Christ, not counting people's sin against them, and that He has committed to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making His appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Not only are we now reconciled to God because of Jesus, but He has made us ministers of reconciliation. The New Living Translation says it this way, God has given us this task of reconciling people to Him. So first, we've been reconciled. In Romans 5, 6-11, Paul says that before reconciliation, we were powerless, ungodly, sinners, and enemies. We were under God's wrath. But because of the change or reconciliation, we become new creatures. The word reconciliation revolves around relationship, and a bridge is needed because of this breakdown in relationship with God and man. Now, when did this happen? Let me remind you of a story. This rift in relationship happened back in the Garden of Eden. Remember that story? Eve was tempted by the serpent, and she sinned, and so did Adam. But because of their disobedience, we are all in need of reconciliation. 1 Corinthians 15.22 says, For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. But as Hark the Herald Angels Sing declares, God and sinners reconciled, we are actually not reconciled at Jesus' birth. We are reconciled at the cross. It's because of the death of Jesus that we are made right with God. So even in the manger, as He is wrapped in swaddling clothes, His death is foreshadowed. The birth of God into this world is the promise of reconciliation. The work had begun at Jesus' birth, but it was not finished until the cross. At the cross, it is finished. At the cross... It is finished. At the cross, it is finished. And now we move forward as ministers of reconciliation. While we cannot do the work that only Christ has done, we carry the message. We carry the good news that because of the birth and death of Jesus, we can be made right with God. We carry this news in ourselves as living representations of Christ on this planet. As we go to the mall or sing in our church choirs, as we attend our children's baseball games, and as we deliver a meal to a sick neighbor. Hark the herald angels sing, Glory to the newborn King, Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. God and sinners Reconciled. God and sinners. Reconciled.